0: As manual therapists, we know the most important skill set we can have is amazing treatment skills and technique mastery. Without that, we wouldn't be in business for too long. I would argue that another skill, which is almost equally as important, is to have proper communication skills and an ability to educate our clients, which ends up being the underlying cause of treatment failures with a client. For years, I have invested just as much time properly communicating to the client about the entire treatment process to help ensure they get the best results. Sometimes though, I'm a major hypocrite and don't practice what I preach and completely screw the communication up, leading to a poor outcome for the client. I recently screwed this up and wanted to share my own mistakes to help you with your own clients and do everything you can to get them the best results. I hope you learn from my own mistakes and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the soft tissue treatment revolution podcast where we teach self-employed and overworked massage therapists a better treatment system that will allow you to cut your treatment times by at least 50% so you can stay healthy, avoid that dreaded burnout, and help a, help a lot more people get out of pain. If you're new to the show, you don't know who I am. My name is Dr. Matt Maggio. I am a soft tissue injury treatment expert specifically for neck, shoulder, elbow, and wrist pain. My focus is on finding and fixing scar tissue And then reducing inflammation from chronic injuries without the use of drugs, injections, or surgeries, which does lead to a significant increase in overall functioning, flexibility, and long-lasting pain relief. Thanks so much for stopping by and checking out the show. How My Poor Communication Caused My Client to Have Poor Treatment Outcomes. So, story on how I messed this up. Um, I shared it with some people, not a lot of people know, but I recently uh, moved my clinic from Iowa to Raleigh, North Carolina. I must say the weather is significantly better here, but during the process it took a long time to get the clinic up and running, about three or four months by the time I got permits and a build out and all that stuff and paid the government lots of extra money and fees, you know, how that goes. I finally was able to open up the clinic officially a couple of weeks ago and I've been a little rusty, you know, with my client communication. Um, I've been good about keeping my treatment skills up and still working on people because that can go really quick as well. But I hadn't had a chance to like communicate effectively and my first client came in. I was very excited to have a first client. Um, they had no problem paying my rate. My rate is pretty expensive. I charge about $100 for a 15 minute treatment and I have them pay for at least eight to 10 treatments up front. They had no problem doing that. They've been dealing with a problem in their neck and their shoulder for quite some time, haven't got any real answers. The issue I ran into with this client was they just want to keep working out. You know, I can make a whole podcast about the emotional components of working out, but basically with this client, working out is their whole thing, their whole identity, their group, where they go, helps with their stress release, everything like that. But they're doing CrossFit. They're doing pretty heavy, hardcore CrossFit. And I kind of skated around it a little bit. I was like, well, we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. We'll do some treatment and go there and we'll modify where we are. I was modifying her workouts for her, but she was still doing a lot, continuing to load it up. And the, the treatment's working pretty well. I'm seeing significant improvements in function, but they're continuing to load it and now I'm turning into the one where I'm like yeah you, you just need to stop working out for a while but I already lost that frame with the client and it's getting to the point where they're like thinking treatment isn't working there's a lot of clues that people give you as well they'll say things like I'll be like how's it doing since last visit and they'll say things like about the same basically just means they want it all gone but they're not able to do it and I usually don't fuck this up but I fucked it up this time and it's funny that it was my first client back but I'll attribute that to being rusty and being a hypocrite because I I talk about this all the time and I, when I'm training other providers in the peak method, you know, a big thing that they don't understand is how much of the system is is regarded around communicating to the client about what to do and what not to do and helping them understand that they have to participate in the process they can't just come in destroy their bodies and go back out there and then expect a miracle that's just not going to happen but so many providers just don't even address it and just keep going client doesn't get the results that they need or they deserve they think your treatment doesn't work and it's bad for everyone so i'm really fucking this one up so i thought it'd be a good learning experience for my own mess up so Let's go through everything that I'm learning from this and I wanna share with you as well. There's two types of providers out there. There's a provider that tells the client what they want to hear versus what they need to hear. Unfortunately, most providers tell the client what they wanna hear. They kinda skate around that they're doing too much or they're wrecking their body. Maybe they're metabolically unhealthy, something like that. And we kind of appease them because we don't wanna piss them off. We get in a scarcity mindset that if like, we don't take them on, we're not gonna have money, We're going to be poor, all that stuff. It it just fucks with you. That's like an unreasonable, irrational thought, but we do that. Then there's the providers that tell them what they need to hear, that are honest about what's going on, give them a clear path of what they need to do, what needs to be done, how they have to participate in the treatment. So another issue that I see, and I did this early in my career because I didn't know any better because I was hiding a lot of my skills that weren't quite there yet. I was overly nice and overly friendly, you know, knowing too much about people personal life, personal details, all that stuff. Like it's important to be friendly and nice, but they're coming to you for a reason. They're not there to small talk and chit chat. You know, I do a 15 minute, very detailed functional focus treatment. So I don't have time for small talk. I'm not trying to kill an hour or hour and a half. I'm in there doing work and I'm trying to get the best results as quick as possible. So sometimes when you're too friendly, I did this with this client too. I was a little too friendly, a little too chatty on the initial exam and kind of set that up. And I was like, I knew better, but I did it anyway. So sometimes I just fuck up. So understanding an injury, just in a nutshell. So the idea of an injury is load exceeds capacity. So if you think, if you have like a teeter totter and on one side is load, the other side's capacity. Load's what they do, capacity's what they can take. When an injury happens, load exceeds capacity. So us as providers, by restoring range of motion, treating the tissue, cleaning up the scar tissue we are increasing the capacity of the area but if they continue to do high load it's not going to get any better and a lot of times when we're first unloading that tissue and getting it functioning better it isn't able to handle all that load but people think because they feel better they can do more and that's where poor communication really comes in and can bite you in the ass another thing have talked about this, I think, a couple episodes back. Uh, I talked about one of my favorite books called Pitch Anything and the idea of frames in any situation. In any situation, someone has to be the alpha and someone has to be the beta. The alpha is the person that's in control in leading the way. And a lot of times we get stuck as providers in what's called a beta trap where the client doesn't listen to what we say. They tell us when they're going to come in. They don't want to do anything and we just kind of take it because we're like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to argue with this person. I just want their money and they're just gonna be a pain in the ass, but you're not doing them a service and you're definitely doing yourself a disservice as well. The next thing is just being definitive with load recommendations, not compromising, not being like, oh, you can do this. Like, so what was happening with this client was they were screenshotting their workouts for the day and I would go through and be like, oh, do this instead or do this instead. But at the end of the day, they're still loading that fucking area. They're still loading the shoulder and the neck that I'm working with. It doesn't matter how I compromise or do it. Then when they get in that CrossFit setting or that competitive setting, they're gonna try to do more because it's all about the numbers and the results. And I compromised too much, and I did that in the beginning because I was trying to like sidestep it and be nice, which just fucked me in the long run. And now I'm trying to gain that back and it's just not working. And then another thing that I always talk about, this is the only thing helping me in this situation, is holding the client accountable. By having them pay in advance for all their treatments and following a code of conduct. Code of conduct for me is like show up for your appointments, don't do dumb shit, or you get a strike, three strikes, and you're out. I have not been forcing the enforcing the code of conduct in that situation, which is my own fault. You can see a lot of this is not the client's fault, it's my fault because I'm being a shitty communicator, even though I know exactly what to do. And then another thing here, and I've seen this a lot too, um, as I'm getting back into the game and Um, doing more consultations and talking with other people, it's amazing to me how many people still continue to go to like providers that are fucking them up, like chiropractors for like 50, 60 visits or they have someone that's doing something. They're not helping them at all. And you know, I try to play nice. I'm like, Oh, well you can still see them. No, don't be like that. Those people are fucking them up. I have a rule that if you're seeing a provider, And they haven't helped you in at least five visits. It's not the right provider for you. So go on from there. So I did the same thing here. I was kind of compromised. I'm like, ah, you can still see your chiropractors. No, they're just fucking shit up. I talk about that all the time. The adjustment doesn't do anything. And a lot of times it just makes things a lot worse. Another thing that I like to follow, and normally I follow it, is I teach this approach called win the room. And basically when the room is like each visit, we go in, we get right to the point about what's going on, how their problem's doing, what they've been doing. We get into a functional test. We get into a palpation, we treat it, we retest it, we show them what's going on. And then I do this thing called the one minute wrap up where I say, Hey, here's what we did today. And here's what you need to do over the next couple of days. I've been wishy-washy on the back end because I'm not being definitive with what not to do. I'm allowing them to do more. They're moving better. I can see it in my functional test, but symptom wise, they're not improving. They don't think they're improving because as I said earlier, that load is continuing to exceed the capacity. Of course, it's not working. So hopefully you can learn something from this. I'm more mad at myself because I know better, but I was kind of being a little bit desperate because it was my first new client in like three months and I wanted it to go right, but I know better and it fucked me in the long run and it's not gonna happen again. You know, the best thing growing forward is to learn from your mistakes and make sure you don't do them. Again, hope you got something out of the episode, you know, and I say in closing every week go out there and be great this week. The world needs your help and access to quality hands on treatment so they can stay the hell away from pain pills, injections, and surgeries which only make things worse and definitely destroy people's lives. I appreciate you guys listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want help on the path to being able to double your income, all by working 50% less and being taken seriously as a healthcare provider, I have some great resources for you. Number one, get access to our free training modules and introduction to my system, The Peak Method. Number two, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Soft Tissue Revolution. Links to all of this can be found in the show notes. Lastly, if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review and share it with others that you know it could help.